Welcome to Godseeker. This is Elizabeth Fulgaro. The current message, Pivot. You can live your whole life oblivious to the reality of God. One reason you may choose to deny his existence is because no one can know for sure. That's what I did. For a number of years, I set considering the idea of God aside as something which could not be considered because I did not want to be a fool. I did not want to be one of those swooning about a being that in the end didn't exist. Because what if he didn't? I didn't want to be ridiculous. Thus, what changed for me? For each person, the trigger which causes the initial pivot towards the possibility of God instead of away from him, is different. Personally, what readied me to be open to him was an inner desperation, a silent, incessant, interior scream for life to have greater meaning. I had been an avowed gold-seeker. Raised in a Christian home, we were at church every Sunday and believed when we prayed, God would hear and answer. We believed in trying to live in a way that would honor God. We focused on following his rules for living. God was a distant-seeming sort of fellow. We tried to honor him from here in the hopes of becoming worthy of being with him there. The weekly church and daily prayer gave a structure to the rest of my life and a sense of security. But once away from home at college, there were these existential questions others put before me which I could not reconcile with the little I knew about God. I made some moral choices which did not match what I had been taught was God's way. But it no longer seemed wrong. In the end, what little I had learned about God growing up was not enough, and I slipped into a God-doubting, completely secular way of life. But here was the rub. The secular way of life was not that far from the life under the label Christian which I had been living. Like many people, though I no longer considered myself Christian and did not want to be considered Christian, I still wanted to be a good person. I still had personal values and ethics. I just no longer had faith in God because where was the proof? Rightly considered, the foundation for my life trajectory had not just been set by the faith habits of prayer and attending church. The direction for my life also had been largely influenced by the culture into which I had been born in the mid-20th century in the United States of America. To be born and raised surrounded exclusively by a particular culture is to be mostly unaware of its influence. Oh, I knew I spoke American and not British English, but since I had never been outside the United States before I was 17, and had been around almost exclusively fellow Americans. I could not imagine any other way to live, and especially any other way to think. Deeply embedded from seemingly nonstop cultural messages was the idea of gold-seeker as the way to live, to work to be financially secure, if possible, to have monetary riches. This would bring security and satisfaction, peace and joy. Thus, after losing faith in God, 
mine became a more focused trajectory towards this concept of success. My husband and I worked hard and saved what we made. We each progressed in our professions. The vice president investments title was within my grasp. We invested, buying low, and then sold at a profit. We bought a home. Short-term pain for long-term gain. As a financial advisor, I counseled my clients to set pursuit of financial security above almost all else. But ten years after losing my faith in God, though on the surface my life was building into everything cultural messages implied was important, underneath, on the inside of me, where it really mattered, the structure of meaning and significance which I had tried to build into my life was falling apart. I could no longer keep it together by sheer willpower. Nothing seemed to matter anymore, though I had done what my culture prescribed to have a successful and supposedly meaningful life. Yet here was the problem. I was so caught up in the conscious and subconscious drives from my culture. I did not know that this is not the only way to set life priorities. What is success, really? All the pushing and inspiration from so many sides to reach this nebulous, supposedly important place. Yet reaching anything of lasting, meaningful substance through it, at least for me, was an illusion. There was nothing there. Nothing which filled me up. Any initial thrill of achievement was not lasting. Instead, I was increasingly aware of an inner void. What was the purpose of it all? Life was hard, and then we would die. This was my pivot point. The deep need for life to have a significance beyond building towards elusive success and financial freedom. My culture taught me to get a good education and a good job, to achieve and save and live well. Ta-da! And then? Well, then there were problems, and you died. Title, position, and power didn't matter. I wanted the inner pain to stop. I wanted to feel something, to have hope. If God were real, if God were real, then perhaps there was a greater meaning. I had heard that you didn't need much faith for it to grow. I asked, if God were there, that I be given the gift of a small seed of faith so I could go on. I received the ability to believe, but this time, instead of just accepting the rhythm of church and basic prayer, I wanted to know God better. I had questions and began asking them. Sometimes these were asked in my mind as a different type of prayer. After Jesus was killed, resurrected, and then later ascended, he sent his invisible spirit to be present as a teacher, counselor, and guide to those who sought him. Well, that's what asking questions and looking for answers is. It is seeking, looking for, trying to find. I was seeking God. Little by little, the answers came. With it, a significance to life beyond anything I could have imagined through a relationship with an invisible being that I did not even know was possible. Gold seeker to God seeker. It's not just saying you believe and heading to church or even reading a Bible. 
though these can be part of it. It is an entry into a new life trajectory, where as you truly learn about God and become captivated by Him, you begin to learn an entire new way of seeing life, seeing others, and living. You have become a citizen of the ongoing kingdom of God, and there is a new culture to become a part of, which looks like Jesus and brings his love his way to the entire world. And it may not look like what you think. Take a listen to the song, Freedom Comes From You. It is a musical prayer which describes my starting place. Perhaps it will give words and melody to yours as well. Listen more than once to allow the song's message to begin to seep in. You can find Freedom Comes From You on my YouTube channel. Just search under my name, Elizabeth Fulgaro. It is also carried on various streaming services and is available on CD. Let's finish with a scripture, a verse from the Bible. Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3. Call to me, and I will answer you, and tell you deep and unsearchable things you do not know. Thank you for joining in. Godseeker is sponsored by Eagle's Nest Foundation. Until next time, this is Elizabeth Fulgaro. I am praying for you. Listen to the song, Freedom Comes From You, and keep seeking God.